Okay, so I think I've been thinking about changing my entire sleep schedule. Oh boy. And, oh, whoa. Um, this is this is big. Yeah, I'm going to change it drastically so that I'm awake and most attentive from the hours of 2 a.m. to to noon. And that's mm. what I think I'm going to do. Like actually? I don't know. Well, no. Well, okay, explain the reasoning behind this. Oh, it's very easy that the the League of Legends World Championships are in China oh, okay. and that's the oh, only time oh, I'm going to do this. Yeah, that's the only time the games I, are on. What I thought that this was was that you're figuring I'm working from home full time at the moment and so as long as I get 8 hours of work done it doesn't matter when they occur and <laughs> No, this just... has nothing to do with anything practical or helpful to me in any way. Uh What's well, not I have that's I have never leagued a legend so like I just don't understand. It's not changing your sleep schedule if it's for a weekend event. That's just oh, called It's not a weekend late. of event, dude. It's till October. What are you talking oh my about? God, it's it takes every what? day. To... Yeah. Wait, so it's so it's I, and I world saw there's like group stages and knockout phases and everything. So it's like a world cup. Yes, it but... is. Yeah, but it they it's, they do that every year. It's not normally this horribly protracted. Jesus Christ. October. I'm it's and they're actually sounds in China. like it's structured like they're the doing actual it in China. World Cup. All the players are in China. <laughs> yeah. So like it's, Well, I mean they had to do the whole China thing where they yeah. arrived and then they all got put in a hotel room and they haven't left for like two weeks at least, yeah. of course. Yeah, That's... Gabe, it starts on the twenty fifth and it ends on Halloween. It's okay, pretty actually, cool. That's one, now that I think about it, that's one month. What's really cool about it is that's, they're actually doing a bubble, just like the NBA. Yeah. It's smart. It's really smart. It's not as cool as the NBA's bubble, but it's pretty cool. What was cool about the NBA's bubble? Oh, man. The NBA that, bubble like, is so the, cool. Having the bubble. No, okay. It's how the whole bubble works that's so cool. So, like, besides the fact that everybody there is tested all the time and how they, like, set it up, right? If you don't know, the bubble is, like, is... Disney World's Worldwide of Sports or Wide World yeah, of Sports wide world is of the sports, bubble. Yeah. So what they did is they like Disney helped them make a new system on top of the existing magic band system that is entirely tied to whether or not you have COVID. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty wild. Like, it's it's like, like the, the magic get, like band became the COVID pass. Regularly. <laughs> And it's linked to their ID band, and then if they ha- if they get a positive test, everything locks. Yes, that's literally so, how it works. You can't go so anywhere like, in the entire bubble if you haven't taken your temperature and your oxygen readings in the morning and had a and had like a test done. It won't let you go anywhere. This is pretty similar, actually, to the film Contagion. Because yeah, but well, this is this has Disney magic. This has Disney magic involved because you can store your COVID test results and your fast pass for Splash mm, Mountain. Yeah. Name change pending. I was about to say, nobody gets a fast pass for Splash Mountain now. Why yep. Wait, why not? One time, oh, because Splash, Splash Mountain's racist. Yeah. One time I had 10 fast passes it. for Space Mountain, and I used them all in one go because I didn't need to see the fireworks show at night again, so I used them all in a row to ride Space Mountain 10 so, times in... So you just did Space Mountain 10 times in a row during the fireworks show? Yeah, so I rode Space Mountain 10 times in like 20 minutes. It was awesome. Bethany just nodded her approval over there, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's the way to do it. It's pretty it. good. God. <laughs> I experienced both sides five times each. Bethany says the best thing is Splash Mountain during the fireworks, because then you can see the fireworks 
while you're being that, serenaded by racist mascots. That implies I'm entirely at all interested in the fireworks. Mm, just fireworks don't do it for you, huh? Not the Disney ones. I've seen them a bunch of times. It's never changed since I saw it the first time. That's fair. That's a fair point. I like. I never understood the people that are like, oh yeah, you know, if I get off work at a certain time, sometimes I go watch the fireworks at Disney. It's like, what? No. I recently saw someone complaining that a Hawaiian restaurant, uh, someone we know, so maybe I shouldn't talk about this, but that one of the Hawaiian themed restaurants was being reskinned for Moana, when it, and instead of Lilo and Stitch, and I'm like, but that, okay, Lilo and Stitch was great. It was really popular. Moana is huge now. I Moana is get amazing. It. I don't care about that one. I did care when they ruined Norway. Oh, when they changed the Maelstrom into Frozen? That was the best ride. And they ruined it. And that had the best gift store. The one where you could buy all of the troll miniatures. Like the actual old world troll miniatures. That was the best Mm -hmm. thing. And then they ruined it. Well, I mean, it's a bunch of like stuffed reindeer now. Yeah, that's... There are still troll miniatures. They still have like actual Norwegian stuff there. It's not the same though. Dude, it's the, not the same though. The ride where you go up and then the, like the giant troll is there and he's like, "Go away! This is my swamp or whatever he says." That's. <laughs> I think you. I think you just confused media properties there. No, it's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. And then you have to go down the thing backwards. Oh, what a good ride! I mean, they just reskinned it. I, I, I miss understand Epcot. that most of the elements are there still. I miss Epcot. That's where my favorite ride is. Epcot's pretty great. I want to go ride the land again, like three times the land, in a row. The land is wonderful. It's the best ride said, in all of Disney. It's ASMR for every sense. Yep. Well, you're not tasting anything. That's what but. you think. Actually, oh, I have tasted uh, it because I did the behind. Because you did the tour. behind the scenes tour. Yeah, yes. Then I did taste it. So I have done. I have experienced the <laughs> land with all five senses. <laughs> Eat those Mickey zucchini. Maybe all six, if you consider time and memory the sixth sense, because I've been there many times, so temporally, I've experienced it. Wait, so Bruce Willis was there? No. Well, you just said it was the sixth sense. Yes, I, I know. I know. This is Them's the Facts, a show about fun facts and lying to your friends. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. This is also a show where we review every Disney ride from every top to one. bottom. So I'm going to pull no. them all up. No. This is and a I haven't been to any, so I just podcast. get to make it up. Okay, Animal remember. Kingdom Safari. I'm just, just going to go ahead and I've say only it. ever been to Animal Kingdom once, and it was like two years ago. That's a true okay. fact. I mean, same, but the Safari is my most memorable ride that I was on at Disney. Safari was cool. I rode the roller coaster at Animal Kingdom seven times. You did what? Expedition Everest yeah, seven times? Yeah, I rode that seven times. Because I had never Dang. done it, and I didn't know I was going to go back. So I got to get See, my money's worth. I didn't have time to do it because we had to drive back that day. Oh, mm. uh, you're not. Also, you're not. A, you're not a D. You, oh, I was gonna say no. my last name. You're not one of us. You can't do Disney like we do Disney. <laughs> Listen, I think we've all slipped our our last names into this podcast at least once. That's fair. At yeah. this point, I am I am unashamed. You know what? I'm I'm gonna do it. Uh oh. My name is John Quinn, and when I do professional things, I go by John Sebastian Quinn Puerta. Okay, uh, but this well, isn't I'm... professional at all, is it? <laughs> well, I mean, like. I say professional art things. Yeah, so yeah, like, I know. I credited on no dice. I was credited as John Sebastian Quimporta, and like when my chapter got published, I was credited as John Sebastian Quimporta. <laughs> but which is my full matronymic name? The whole, the whole thing. No, but I. Well, I'm glad you ripped off the band aid because I am not 
going to say my last name because I don't feel like it. But I'm glad That's fine. <laughs> Power. Um, I lost what I was going to say. I was going to say something very important. And now you're going to talk was. about your your Disney in a day. Oh, routine. yeah. Nobody can hang with us. I mean, I think maybe I could hang with you if I did go. We have done but, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, Hollywood Studios, and Magic Kingdom in a day before. Yeah, I mean, that's baller. And there's hell. a lot of people that I know are going to say, no, you didn't. And I'm going to say, watch me do it again, because we did <laughs> do it. everything in one day. Of course. Yes. The thing is, you guys know exactly what rides you want to go to and how you're going to do it. And there are people who haven't been, maybe as much as you, who want to have their own customized experience for it. I'm not going to act like I've been a bunch, right? I, in total, I've been to Disney maybe six times ever. Hey, I, hey, Chris, is, Chris. Maybe that's a lot. I don't as know. As compared to non-Disney family, that is certainly a bunch. But uh, here's the reason we been... went so much. I want to clear this up, and then we'll yeah. actually start the show. The reason yeah. that I had been so much is not because my parents would drop that much money to go to Disney. It was because very specifically... When I was like one or two, there was this very weird deal that you could pay pretty decent. Like, or I don't know what it was in relative, but there was a deal for like a year where you could buy a good forever 10-day pass to any Disney park. And my dad bought those for everyone. It's so, such a good deal. Yeah. So basically you had 10 separate occasions to go to Disney and you could go at any time. Yes. And it was a park hopper, right? Yes. That's why we went. Because yeah. you could basically what we would we would go to Florida really it'd be a Florida trip and we would pick mm-hmm. one or two days to do Disney, and then if we went to Florida and just like went to the beach we could go to a Disney one day because my dad bought tickets eight years ago. And you guys do you, do you guys still have those? No, have any mine, days left on mine? Mine finally used up, so I don't have wow. any left. My sister has <laughs> like one left on hers, so she has one day that she can use it. I think still because there was a couple, there was one time where she didn't go when we went. So, mm. but yeah, that one ticket lasted from the time that I don't remember that we went until uh, after college. Yeah, it's really just a good investment, I think. Yeah, I don't know how much it was back then. Uh, my dad acted like it wasn't cheap, but it was like almost but comparatively less money than going is now. So I feel like it was almost certainly cheaper than like the four... Four Park Magic. Oh, yes, he that has said it is cheaper than the right four now. day passes now. That's why it's yeah. wild. It's it's crazy. Yeah, a ten day pass, good forever, cheaper than the four Park Magic passes. That's insane. Anyway, I don't want this to be a Disney podcast, and we wasted so much time. So you have wasted do your so fact, much John. time. <laughs> I should do my fact. Yeah, okay. It's you. I recently discovered, and by recently I mean yesterday, a podcast <laughs> that gives uh, two minutes of bird facts every day. Usually focusing on like one or two birds, so you're cheating. or just like demonstrating some bird calls. So you're cheating on us with a bird fact podcast. Uh, a little bit, a little bit, yes. Hmm. So I will present this podcast, which I may or may not have gotten. I mean, I will present this fact, which I may or may not have gotten from this bird podcast. Okay. Which is that the smallest bird in the world? This is going to be hard for me to pronounce because there's a lot of er sounds. The smallest bird in the world is two and a quarter inches long and weighs less than a dime. Hmm. Okay. Which is less than two grams. I have some belief in the weight thing because I know that birds' bones are hollow so that they fly better to reduce the weight. So I could believe a bird being really, really light. Small bird, though. 
So how long did you say it was again? Two and a quarter inches at adult size. I don't know if this is good audio content. I'm getting out my tape measure. Your tape measure? I have it right here on my desk all the time for these exact occasions. You said two mm-hmm. and a half inches. Two and a quarter inches. Two and a, oh, man. I don't know. Now Now we're getting crazy. It's it's like... Little finger. Let me put it this way. It is less long than the steak, whoa, whoa, than the steak that I cooked over the weekend is thick. Gabe, did you just say it's the length of your middle finger? Two inches-ish? Uh, no. Okay, you want to try that again, bud? Longer. Do we need to talk about your fingers and how short <laughs> they are? Wait. Chris, do you have underdeveloped I mean, hands? Gabe, do you have underdeveloped hands? I mean, I'm eyeballing right now. Okay, I'm measuring. Okay, I I, I looked at two and a quarter. I got that. But now I'm going to measure all my fingers. So... <laughs> This is great audio content. No, my pinky, my pinky is exactly three inches. Oh, damn! So reevaluate yourself, your life. Um, okay. Your choices. I was no gonna say, I, no, no, no. please don't no, take this the wrong way. I, I was gonna say, say your degree, but I really didn't. Mean no, 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 no. Okay, uh, here's what I think. I think that no matter how bad I am at eyeballing, you, my fingers are shorter than yours. There is no. I'm looking at my pinky right now. There is no way this motherfucker is. My middle finger is four long. and a quarter inches. Yeah, like if that's the type of scale I'm off by, then my pinky is probably like four flat or okay. three flat. So this bird is say. the length of my thumb. Interesting. So it's smaller than a hummingbird. I saw mm. my first hummingbird in real life. Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was, was it yesterday. Well, was it a ruby throat? Uh, no, it looked brown. Well, so it might have been a female ruby throat. I'll look it Cause, up. Because most, most, most birds... Females tend to be duller in color. Oh, I thought males tend to be more flamboyant and exciting. Uh, uh, it could have been that. It was kind of fun though. I hadn't seen you before. There were a couple of them, and they were just like hanging around the bush, and then they left. And Lorenzo was like, "What is this weird zooming thing? Is it a bug? Maybe it's a bug." Yeah, he did the head, head bug, tilt. Maybe? He doesn't usually do the head tilt for non-sound based things, but he was like, "Whoa, mm. what's that? I don't know what it's doing." Um, I okay. And it weighs how much again? Less than a dime. Less than two grams. Hmm. Density of a dime. <laughs> no. 10.5 grams per milliliter. Yeah, that's really going to help you. I really it know it actually helps is. me none because I don't know what that means. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm a computer scientist. I know one unit, and it's byte. And Wait, what did like you say the what did you say the amount was? Grams per milliliter, ten point five. Oh, um, water density is one of density of, of man. That. Water is one of that for scale. <laughs> density of man. Oh, we're close to water. That makes sense. Yeah, on account of being mm. having all other inside of us. So much water, water that we have. So much water in there. How um, much of bird is water? <laughs> huh? It's the same. A lot, lot well, this is my pet bird, so we need to put a bird inside of a mass spectrometer. <laughs> That's the animal abuse, isn't it? Is it? Um, wait, I'm, wait. I think... I'm thinking of a centrifuge. Never mind. Yeah, you were thinking. We are not putting a bird in a centrifuge. Oh, I, well, it's I feel like idea. there's. A, I feel like that the mistake that y'all are making here, if you really wanted to answer this question, is you could just use a bird that's. Okay, <laughs> can I ask a question? A bird corpse. Yeah, you could use a dead okay. bird. This is gonna be the dumbest thing I ever asked, but you please hear me out for a second. If you had a centrifuge, with like, with a post in the middle, so that you have to like walk around it, right? 
to get to any part. Like it's not open in the middle. Right. And it starts spinning. Mm-hmm. Is that a bird treadmill? <laughs> what? It's like take a hamster wheel, turn it on its side, and it just starts spinning. And the bird says, "Oh, I got to keep flying." Is it just a bird well, treadmill? Here's, here's the question: Is the air in the centrifuge moving as it's spinning? Because then it's not really a bird treadmill. Because then the bird could just glide. It's a bird hamster wheel. Maybe. Interesting. I'm going to patent that. I think a circular wind tunnel is a bird treadmill. That's what I just really described. Mean. If the centrifuge is going, there's wind. Mm. It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, there might. I think that you should patent this, and you should sell it to bird owners, and we should see how many you sell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. It's only going to cost... I think that... Thousands of dollars in an entire room of your house to install yeah. it. I think that mm. uh, people will love their parrot. Uh, what's a parrot name? Uh, o Ch- Chunks, which is a character from Super Paper Mario, uh, will love to fly for hours at a time without the opportunity to rest its little. I I can feet. hear the infomercial right now. I don't I, think I've, no, I'm out of ideas, so you can't anymore. I don't think I've ever met a person that had a parrot. And gone away from the experience being like, I understand why you have this parrot. Like, I, don't I, don't, I was watching I don't think parrot that's... videos this week, and I was like, what if I myself got a parrot one I've day? I've understood it with birds. Like, normal well, birds. Well, like, but parrots, I just well, don't When you say it. normal birds, do you include, like, parakeets in that? Because I think parakeets are scarier than parrots. Oh, uh, like, the parakeet I, I messed with was fun, because you could, you, could, you could give him a grape, and he'd roll it around like a little soccer ball. That was kind of fun. But, I don't mind lovebirds. But that's why so people like birds. Is they're smart and they get goofy little habits like that. And they but they also lower your on... lifespan. Yeah, they also can order things off your Amazon Alexa thing. Mm-hmm. There's like a I... video I saw of a bird of a bird just going Alexa order farts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I like finches. I. I don't know. I don't have too many bird opinions. I just like watching people. I just I realized that basically any animal will be very comfortable being pet if it's if it's emotionally comfortable. It will physically enjoy it. And I've been finding videos of people like petting their bird where it just lies flat down in their hand. And it's, <laughs> I just I've realized that every animal likes being scratched. Is what I've learned from that. We all love a scratch. Yeah. yeah, even people. I. I, I like a scratch in yeah. the morning. Scratch is pretty nice. That's my own head right now. Can I scratch this bird though? Does it exist? I feel like if I, I scratch this bird, it would just go. It would just disappear. Like, dust. yeah, it, it's it would, very small. It's a very small, light bird. Okay, uh, I, I actually think this is real. I totally think this is real. I almost mm. didn't know what questions to ask because it just sounds. I don't know. I feel like birds are light like that. Two and a quarter. I need an object that's like two and a quarter square to like really put this in perspective, and I don't have one. Well, I mean, oh, this coaster. Okay. The length from beak to tail. Yeah, but like the amount of space it takes up is essentially two and a two and a quarter cubic. Yeah. So it's like this coaster. If I had ten more coasters under it, it's that made sense to me. That probably made no sense to anyone else, but to me, that was a very good explanation. I get what you're saying, except that you're saying that it's a cube that's length on a side, which would mean yeah. it's whatever fucking, like, that cubed cubic, but who cares? 
Um, uh, I'll go true. Let's go. It. I'm, Let's I'm, it. Yeah, I'm just going true, and I like that. I like that there's a podcast that just does bird-sized, bite-sized facts. Bird-sized facts, in fact, that are true. Yep, this is the bee hummingbird from Cuba. Oh, so it is a hummingbird. Oh yeah. wow, from Cuba, bee. so not even too far from from here. Hummingbird. Ninety miles from the Keys. Yeah, one could fly into your backyard right now, maybe if it was really good at flying long distances. And <laughs> I mean, there are birds that probably can fly that type of distance, right? Oh, a lot of them regularly do. We're talking a few hundred miles from Cuba to here. So bee hummingbirds don't migrate because they live in a tropical climate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what migration is or why birds do it or anything other than that they fly a long distance i mean pretty specifically just gets too cold for climate reasons yeah the idea of hummingbirds going very far is a very strange thing to me i mean it should be because it sounds like they don't do it but you're kind of right it's like it's like you're so small you need somewhere to be safe you can't be out on your own they remind me of like the original Priuses where you would laugh at people because you'd be like, huh, you have a Prius. You you can't go, you can't go on a trip with it or whatever. <laughs> I don't remember. I no one ever said that. I don't think. I think the, well, also, do you mean like the old electric cars? Cause I yeah. think all the Priuses were hybrids. So oh yeah. You're never right. run out. Yeah. I'm thinking of the leaf, the leaf. People would have a leaf, the leaf. and they'd yeah, be like, wow, like you could go to work. It's cause it had like a 200 mile range. But like, if you're only commuting, then like it's great. It's perfect. I get it. I'm not. I'm not dissing the leaf. I'm saying that's what I always thought about hummingbirds. Be like, you're a fun bird. You can go a mile, and then he and they can. They go really far. They go all the way from like Central America to Canada. It was always really fun having a a roommate who had a whose girlfriend had a uh, leaf because she would come over and he'd be like, "Well, I'm guys, I gotta go plug in my girlfriend's car," and I was like, "Wait, what? Oh yeah." <laughs> and we would have to like help, run help the girlfriend paid the power bill <laughs> yeah i don't actually know if it affected our power bill i don't think, I think about it i don't think it's that bad isn't it like the same impact as a dryer or something like that yeah that's my understanding yeah probably um uh, man doop, doop. i feel so am i next or yeah is, you are next okay because i have another animal fact and Whoa. that's fine but only only because it would be nice. It'd be a nice coincidence if I was last that it broke up the cadence of the animal facts. But we do so many, it doesn't matter. So Let, here let's we go. let's double barrel some animal facts. Um, what was yeah exactly double barrel uh, animal fact Russian roulette. Load one in the chamber. Here we go. Weasels <laughs> uh, have a the the scent that they use to mark their territory has a distinctive almond like smell that is actually used like. How to put this? In researching them, it is kind of considered helpful because then it helps you to locate where they are making their nests and territory. So if you smell almonds in the woods, it's weasels. So you it have might, to it might be a weasel. So you have to bring a barista with you everywhere you go because they know what almond milk smells like. Ooh. All the times they have to use it. I, I'm trying to think if when the last time I had almond milk was. I, I like it though. The last time I had it was truly the last time I'll ever have it because it was so bad. Really? I you're, hate you're a, all of the nut milks. They're all terrible. I'm sorry. You're a milk boy. You're you're a dairy milk boy. I am a dairy Some milk boy. Some of us boy. 
some of us don't have that luxury. In fact, I had a milkshake before recording this, and I'm regretting it right now because the milk is destroying me from the inside out. Feels like oh, a I didn't know too you much. were lactose intolerant, and I was legitimately thinking about buying a milkshake after we were done recording. Because no, I, I mean, I'm not as lactose intolerant as some people, but if I have too much, I, I do feel it clogging me up some, yeah. you know? Me and Chris are like the, the... Chris is the only other person I've met who, like, wasn't familiar with the fact that too much dairy makes people sick, like, without being told, basically. <laughs> like, legitimately, I didn't know that was a thing. And my mom was like, don't eat too much dairy, you'll get sick one day. And I was like, no, I won't. <laughs> and she's like, what do you mean? I'm on the oat milk train, personally. I, like, I like both, actually. I mean, in the context of milk, I feel like it would... I feel like maybe I'll just start cycling what type of milk I get. <laughs> I mean, that's, is that the most like deranged thing you ever heard? Like instead of being an, an, a get nut a, milk or milk milk person, just be like, it's it's almond this week. Like get a flight see, of I, milks. I yeah. only use milk for like cereal and cooking, so like yeah, it just too. makes more sense for me. I drink milk with like, my meals. If, you see, I, I could not do that. I don't I don't like plain milk Man. just by itself. I, and I never have, and I probably never will. I was that kid who would, like, mom would make dinner, and it'd be, like, steak, and I'd have milk. This hurts me <laughs> <physically>. um, <laughs> I love milk. I, Two gallons I, a week, baby. Fine. And that's fine. Two gallons a week? Yeah. Did I stutter? You live alone. Yeah, I know. I drink a lot of milk. I drink milk by itself. I put milk in my coffee. I, uh, I, I mean, I just, I don't have enough uses. Protein for shakes with milk to justify. I think milk there are points milk? in my life where I've been at about seventy percent of that level of milk consumption, fifty to seventy percent. I, I, I just couldn't. Milk in my, my milk tea would go bad. Oh, uh, well, I I'll, don't drink tea. I'll fuck with milk and tea. I'll like a a, a warm old gray with some milk. Absolutely. So much yeah. milk. Like, I gotta I, have milk there, to wash down my power bars. I acknowledge the usage the the the, the uses of milk. I can't talk this episode. Milk in my beer. Well, milk stouts. Now, yeah, do, milk. yeah. Do you mean you get milk beers, or do you mean that you or, do what I think? Oh, you you mean you you get lactobacillus beers, like like Savarin? No, I, well, yeah. I was also just joking, but that is true. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's a kind of a Chris classic is the lactose. But they're actually good. I like them. No, the lactobacillus beers are delicious. But, uh, Lord Fog was. There was so one good. night uh, in the in the olden days of when we could record in person, where I Whoa. sat down, and Chris was like, "Hey, I got this beer that I really like. You should try this. It tastes kind of like milk." And like I was like, "What? Like what? You, <laughs> like I was like totally on board, and you just like threw me this curveball, and I just I. He's right, but it's kind of good. That's when it was truly over for every single. Cr- other thing chris and i both love this beer in fact it's probably each of our favorite beers but for entirely different reasons i love it for the guava chris loves it for the milk well i like both of those things my i I grew up my dad would always eat dried guava i don't know why because it's delicious well yeah it is really delicious but like of all like why is (laughs) that easily accessible at any latino grocery store yeah that's true you really can most normal grocery stores let's talk about animal sense because, as we all know, beaver anus is used. Yeah, we know for for raspberry scent. Yeah, we all, we all know this. We know. I was about to say they should use my anus for a scent, but I don't no. think that, that. 
No. No. Yeah. God. Jesus Christ. Well, it's just I think it'd be you know if you gotta if you gotta be no. like the human version of the um, no 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 oh. no <laughs> just no. Let's 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 not. I regret John talking. I well I just it's relevant information. It's relevant information. We know that animal scent glands can often produce things that sense that are remnant of food that we would consume. Yeah, and this would uh, back up my theory that there is only a finite number of smells. And I'm okay, only but kind that's of... actually not true. So, so I'm kind of kidding, but what I actually mean is that I think that there are enough times when things smell similar to other things at, that... I wonder if, because I don't, I don't know. Maybe this is the sense of smell is better understood, and people know the answer to this already. But I think that there are a cert, there's like categories of smell that whatever receptors are smelling, and that there are actually like, in the same way that there's like spicy, sweet, this is actually tang, a thing. I think that in there perfuming. are smell yeah. categories. There are smell categories, and Chris, there actually has to be a finite amount of smells, though. Who says who? There are only. There are only so many chemical elements. Yeah, I mean, there's only you can says who? only science. Pfft. Well, I guess the yes. thing is, there's yes, an science says this. That's what gave us units. Compounds. I'm skeptical. Well, so here's what's crazy, right? There's not a finite amount because you could keep making new, larger well, compounds, but eventually, individual molecules would be too big to fit in your nose. But I, I also think there is a finite number because even if you could make so many compounds. There is a limit to that number. Yeah. I don't think there's you can I don't think there's infinite compounds you can make. You could probably bind a chain of carbon together as long as you want, I, but the human sure nose can distinguish can one the... trillion different odors. Damn. I cuz you ever you ever not smell things and think like, wow, that's a remarkably like I feel like chemical smells often smell like other existing smells or like oh, each other. Oh, they do. Recent well, I mean, findings sulfur... show that our sense of smell is far more discriminating than previously thought. Please apologize to me. Both of you, thank you. Yeah, well, I just, no. Why would I? <laughs> you you just said a trillion. A trillion is a finite number. No, it says Whoa. more than a trillion. More than a trillion. Okay. They're saying that's like Still, the lower it's bound. Not a, it's not a quadrillion, is it? It's at least a trillion. I... I still think there's a there is a limit that you are going to reach eventually. I don't think it goes on to infinity. Now, here's a more interesting Distinct question. limit. From me. Verified scientist. Does You're, no? Does an object have a finite amount of smell inside of it? I'm pretty sure the answer yes. is yes, the because yes. there has to be a. Think about it this way: there has to be matter that goes to the th uh, place mm -hmm. to produce exactly. that smell. So unless the only way that the smell would be infinite is if it is a living thing that can keep intaking new matter and producing new smell. Like, That's for what example, I was wondering. if you for, never so showered, it, you would smell forever. Like, as long as there's mass, let's, let's, is there smell? Long, yes and no. Ooh. So, like... It has to be able the to smell, get the smell, off of like the there object that, and move up in the air in your nose. And Exactly. And eventually the object is going to run out of stuff that comes off of it. I mean, even just look... Let's look at this block of Parmigiano-Reggiano that I have in my fridge. Great. It smells less strong now than it did a month ago because it has lost some of those particles. So there is a finite amount of particles in it. Or like let's 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 go old school facts, the scratch and sniff PlayStation things. If you scratch one of those today, it would not still smell as strong as it did back then, which 
proves that there's a finite amount. That of also probably you. smell like fucking bubble gum and. Soda Mine are soda. airtight sealed because I knew they would be worth millions, and they're not now. But they will. I be, couldn't, I I couldn't get them all right. Them in a climate controlled, vacuum sealed chamber in underground, acid free archive box. Beanie Babies <laughs> flop. I get it. You can't get them all. Calvin and Hobbes comics way up, way up. Bye bye bye. Way up. <laughs> or sell sell sell. I forget. I forgot how stocks work. <laughs> All right, we should guess this fact. Uh, I'll this is true. I'll say true. Ooh, ooh! I made this one up. No, this one up completely. Damn! Uh, it's be- it's so well crafted. So well, so I <laughs> the this started was just I don't when know I if I would say well crafted when I was talking about the videos of that I watched of like birds and shit that were okay being petted. <laughs> I just was clicking on different animals that I'd never seen before, <laughs> and someone had a weasel, a rescue weasel. They're like an animal a shelter, rescue weasel. Or, or like owner, and they had a rescue weasel that became friendly enough that it hanging on their desk. And I thought, "Fuck, I've never actually seen a weasel before." Wait, we should have known this, John, because weasels what? are like the same family as ferrets, and ferrets are known for smelling terrible. We should that's have got. True. We should have made oh, that connection. Oh, that's true. Because I'm ferrets? looking it up now, and it says weasels kind of just smell like less bad ferrets. Gabe said rescue weasel, and I just thought about a weasel as a character in Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That's the problem. Is I feel like they've appeared more now in <laughs> cartoons than my actual life experience. But but what could you the... could you imagine like a weasel added to the crew? They'd be like twice as big as Chippendale, and like long and skinny. What what do you think the accent would be? Because like Monty Jack had an Australian accent, and like. I know that a lot of us had For a, a minor sexual awakening to Gidget, the mouse. Who had what accent? I have not seen this show. She had no accent. She was just she was just a girl mouse who was like a tech wizard. Weasels basically. would have the trailer park accent. Maybe. Oh, weasels might. I'm going to take it a step further. I think weasels would have a Cajun. No, no, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, you're right. Trailer well, also, accent. I feel like stereotypically when when animals are given Cajun accents, it's only like catfish monsters are always given. Gators. Is catfish, which is just, I guess, like catfish monsters are a thing because catfish are scary looking. But have you seen like giant catfish before? I mean, they're scary like, looking. I had a friend. Who had have one you seen them in person though? Like. I saw somebody who was uh, what's what's the term trolling? I don't know. What's what's the term for when you noodling? Like Are you talking about noodling? noodling. Oh yeah. man! I one time we were sailing and we came up to the dock and when we came to the dock there was someone noodling, and they caught a ninety pound catfish in the water that I had just stepped out of to uh, put the boat in. So oh, I shit. was, let me put it this way, I was a lot less comfortable in that lake after that. When I found out about God, noodling, just, I a didn't believe the person, and b was just blown away well big catfish if i want to afford my very expensive noodling trip we need to go to them's that you could have just said we're gonna noodle for at yeah we're gonna go on a noodling trip (laughs) okay yeah we'll we'll do it right now we'll do the whole thing over okay Uh, don't worry i'll fix it in post yo okay okay you better you better actually delete that okay so we're gonna noodle for money now (laughs) Okay. Y'all know about old McDonald's fish camp? So this ad read is going to be a little bit mean to Chris because he can't participate due to his lack of red meat. But Gabe and I really appreciate a good beef jerky to the point where I think it was actually Chris 
who pitched the idea of a jerky subscription box early on in the show's run. Well, guess what? That actually exists, and you can get it by going to bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. Jerkygent is a leading subscription box that offers craft jerky brands curated from around the country, fully scouted and catered specifically to your spice and flavor preferences, delivered once a month from sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. So definitely check it out. Once again, the link is bit.ly slash jerkygentppn. That's bit.ly slash j-e-r-k-y-g-e-n-t-p-p-n. So my fact is that there was a Spotify in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And that's pretty much the entire fact, and I'll elaborate as you f- as you want, because okay, I provided nothing. <laughs> um, now, do you mean there was a music sharing service? I mean that there was a music streaming service that entirely worked over the telephone in the 1900s, where you could request songs and have them played to you Ooh. on your phone. If there wasn't, why wasn't there? I mean, this is great. It is if you want to give my reasons, great. here's the reasons it wouldn't work right which are yeah, the quality would be dog shit think about what you had to do right the way the way that a telephone worked back then and technically still does right is you have to mm-hmm. physically reproduce a sound and then send it through right mm-hmm. so yep. but since you don't have phonographs of everything or, or records of, we that's don't even have I'm records wondering. yet you you that's what I'm saying are the, the drawbacks of it, right? I'm I trying to give like, you all a fair picture of... What's the state of, of recorded music at this point in time? Early phonographs, if, it, if anything. Yeah, like, that's kind of... Hmm. What if there... What if insta- it wasn't recorded? Like, what if they just had, like, a, like 10 or 20 orchestras on staff? <laughs> they would just do it new every time. Oh, man. So, so, so here's a question. At the early point, it would have been on cylinders, right? Uh, yeah, at the really early point. Yeah, it probably actually was on... It had that weird thing where it was like phonographs and then it was... Yeah, it was cylinders and then... Yeah, so it probably would have been that, cylinders yeah. at this point. That's correct. Mm. But basically, you could... You could get your... You could pick up your phone, get the operator, tell them to connect you to the hel- teleharmonium. And Hell yeah, you. that's a great name. The operator would connect you to tel- the teleharmonium building, which then would link you into the machine, and then you could basically put your receiver to something and amplify it. Like you, like there was speakerphone, and you would. Oh, so like it, it could be almost like you would put like the phonogram megaphone. Yeah, I mean, when I receiver. say amplify it, Gabe, I literally mean you put a megaphone on it, right? It, it's yeah. just like it's still old timey stuff. It's the same way the f- I mean, yeah. So if they were already physically reproducing it, like they could just, couldn't they have like had the output from the needle that was reading the music? But think about the directly into the phone. Think about the amount of people. That's where you also have to think about it. That had a phone and wanted the service, and it was twenty four seven. Well, if it's automated, it's going to be twenty four seven. Well, it's not automated though. They couldn't have been automated back then. Did they have twenty four seven services at all back then? That and that's this is where I'm starting to not believe it. Because I feel like that's a I feel like twenty four seven stuff. First of all, so first of all, P 
people started ke yeah, keeping track of the hours in the day later With than the you Industrial would Revolution. Think. Well, actually, now that you mention it, because of the lack of regulation at the time, I feel like you could have forced people to work those shifts. You could have forced people to work those shifts. Yeah. I guess it's a demand thing, though. Because like, I feel like right now we have 24-hour things because of this kind of way that we, like, that we live our lives that was kind of like... Back then, it was like everyone works all the time. If you need something at a weird time, I don't know. Like, the only the important stuff is open all the time yeah. or something. I just want like, to be... I, 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 just to be clear, I want to be clear that I'm not telling you how it would or did work. I'm giving you an idea of how maybe it could have. Oh. Hmm. So it's not... You're not... You weren't actually saying it's a 24-hour service, necessarily. Oh, I'll give you that. It was a 24-hour service. I'm saying, like, the mechanism of reproducing sound and all that. I'm giving you right. some lay of the land as to what... I mean, it's it's also entirely like possible then. that there was a limit to the amount of people who were able to use it at one time. Yeah, in fact, like, I think there would have to be a limit, even if that limit mm -hmm. was just bigger than they ever... I think... It sounds like some Bioshock Infinite shit, if I'm being but honest. think about it, this is before home radio also. So radio didn't yeah, exist. Yeah, before home radio, yeah. I... But the technology for reproducing sound and having a physical, a physical pressing or cutting, I guess in some cases, of music was a thing at the time. Like this was beyond that. Yeah, point. and this kind of feels, audio was able to be reproduced. To me, this feels a little bit like sort of how people would do weird hacky things with computers early on, like dial-up internet. Right, that's like kind of a weird way of like piggybacking off of an existing service to create yeah, a new exactly. one exactly and this kind of has that vibe to it of like no one obviously no one was like we don't have music streaming because the concept didn't exist but people were like oh shit these are both the same wire that carries like a sound signal, audio just signal them together. yeah mm -hmm. hmm. i think i think this is likely but that, that, but is it that true? someone tried to do this. This is a hard one for but, me. But I'm not saying someone tried it. Hard. I'm saying it was a thing, and it operated. No, 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 no. You're saying someone yeah. succeeded it. Yeah. Honestly, it would have been cool to have this until, like, 2005. Yeah. Like... Well... Well, no, until until the advent of, of radio with its, with a call. And the Walkman, yeah. 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 So I would say, I would say this would have been cool to have until about 1960. I just, I remember a time when at the very least I had to look up a song on YouTube if I wanted to hear a specific song without having to pirate it. And I remember a time before YouTube that was like three years before that where presumably you were just screwed. Mm. Um, My inclination on this one is... Yes. I think this is true. What about you, Gabe? You know, I was teetering. I think I'm going to land on true. All right. You're both true? Yeah. It's true. Sweet. Hey. I think this is such an, a cool now, idea. Let me so tell you how cool. this wild Has someone written thing a novel worked, about it Because it's like, even cooler than <laughs> what you would think it would be. So yeah. it was called the Teleharmonium. It started in New York. And essentially what they would do is, how do I explain this? So you, so you could do what I just said. You could pick up your phone and you could connect to the teleharmonium and you could also leave requests. And what it was doing was there were people there playing the music you requested. So it was live. And it was getting 
like electronically generated back into being the telephone. Oh, that's cool. What do you mean into being like the same way that? So he had a music plant. He had a music plant is what they call it. This guy's name was a Cahill and there was a floor of it that was just the machinery to do it. And so what it would do. It wasn't an orchestra, individual musicians. So there were, there were two keyboards and some other stuff that were attached to a, a bunch of rotors and generators directly by wires. And when they wow. pressed the key on the keyboard, it would operate a switch that would pro, like make that motor turn and then would initially like would just make an electronic wave. It was literally a synthesizer, but from a no real phys- Wait, you're not piano. Say- you're saying that they... You're not saying there were physical people playing... No, there say, were physical saxophone. people playing 24-7. No, but you're not saying there was a guy there with a like say, let's say saxophone. You're saying they made a fucking synth. They went all to the effort of inventing the synth for this. It's sort of a synth. It's not entirely a synth, but it's close. Essentially, it's a piano that when you hit it, it turns that into a rotor turning, which is turned into an electrical signal, which is translated to a tone, which goes to your phone. I guess what I don't get is how is this... Disti- that's how all microphones work. How is this distinct from... There's a guy playing. Well, there's no capacitor. There's no capacitor. They're take. They have a thing. They have a wire hooked to a motor, and based on the motor spinning, they change. They made that into a frequency versus a capacitor right. on a microphone. What I'm saying is they are generating fake instrument sounds. They are not yes. actually playing these instruments. Yes, that is okay. wild. Now here's where it also gets really fun, and this is why it eventually failed though. Was that they had to provide the power for all of this. And more and the power to send it to each person that happened to connect at any time, so they had to be ready at any time to like add generator power to the plant if like they had a heavy load of people connecting to listen that night, and that's basically why it failed because it was like every t- if they had ten thousand more subscribers they would have to have like Please so much they'd like have to have subscribe. another block we worth of power. It. I, I'm imagining like a little kid in like a newsboy cap whose job <laughs> it just is, and he's covered in in like soot for some reason. And his, yeah, of course. his only job is to pull a huge lever that's like as big as he is to like bring the extra generator power on a busy night, and then to like turn it back off. This is also, um, like what restaurants and stuff were doing in New York at this time, is they use this as their like background music. Like like how now you walk smart. in and they have Spotify on and everywhere. Yeah, it, basically you mm-hmm. could pay twenty cents an hour to listen to whatever. Just Wait, that's a shitload of money back then. A... That's I like... mean, it was very much it was for people that had phones, which are also not like that's super true. common. So I'm just for ima- the rich. That's people. like from what I understand. That's like imagine if to use like a streaming service. Like right now, what isn't Spotify Premium like six a month? I don't have it. Gee. Like okay. imagine okay, if it was so... six an hour. <laughs> So twenty cents. Okay, well I'm seeing twenty dollars, not twenty. I mean, you could just divide. So it should be. Hopefully, it should be kind of linear. I think it's just like five seventy one an hour. That actually. That's okay. We're gonna do a conversion, John, because you're just saying it's just five seventy one. Man, that is really expensive. I guess that's true, though. Like I feel like when when did people who weren't rich start having telephones? I don't know. Hey, did you search an inflation calculator, John? Because I did. I, did I searched convert old money to money now. <laughs> oh, good. And that's what I got. I got an inflation calculator. 
Buy I was, purchase for I couldn't remember the phrase like inflation calculator. Like I, I knew I know those two words obviously. Like I, for some reason I was looking for this calculator a few weeks ago and I couldn't put this together and I basically did Google like n- like $1960 tell me how much in now dollars. You said it was 516 for how long, John? An hour because if you're saying 20 cents an hour. He was just converting 20 cents. Oh, is that what you did? Because you said five, 20 cents yeah, an yeah. hour, and I'm like, that's a shitload of money in, like, 1900. 570, 576 in 1890. Yeah. Oh. oh. Well, it was 1906 would have been when it was, like, for the public. Oh, okay. I thought you said 1890s. So. I said that's when they that's were true. working on it. And then, like, gotcha. the public launch was 1906, and then it failed before 1908. <laughs> oh. That's a wow. Cool it lasted. That sounds like a lot of effort for a two year. Well, it was like <laughs> private businesses could use it from like 1905 or so, I think. Okay. So it lasted huh. like a good three years. It was so absorbently expensive, uh, like so expensive to run. That's what I'm trying to make clear. Like, yeah. It I was can like tell. almost a block's worth of building to do it. Wow. It was pretty cool. That's insane. I, yeah, I mean, that is very cool. I think a lot of these old, like, Hacky solutions are cool. Like the way I use dial-up internet as an example, but it's kind of interesting how that worked or how much shit just can go, like can or used to be able to go through a phone line. Man, do we have the, so you said we have four or five listener facts this week. So yeah, we have some bullets in the chamber here. Stuff, this is definitely not more than we're going to do right now. So let's do the one. Take your favorite, Chris. Yeah, we're going to pick one. All right, let's, let's see. Uh, how about you pick a number between one and nine right now go seven okay i was gonna say does any number speak to you and then one fact number seven it is it's from amelia and she said you can only buy sky bars then it says parentheses chocolate thank you because i don't know what a sky bar is at the sky bar store in massachusetts and then it says the company that purchased the rights to it forbids the sales of the candy anywhere else in the world I've seen these chocolate bars before. This just says, I work at a candy store, and this is the latest drama in the candy selling community. I would like to hear more about this candy drama. Yeah, actually. I'm not familiar with Sky I think bars, I hope this won't come up with a thing when I search this. Because I just want to see what it be, looks like. Because I am a, 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 I'm assuming, because this is Massachusetts, I'm assuming that I'm not familiar with these because I am a southern man. So right. I remember seeing I, I searched these. Skybar and I searched images and I didn't see any spoilers, so uh yeah. I'm I'm now gonna sort of one. I'm gonna lean yes. And one of the reasons is that I swear I remember seeing kids come back from like trips with these growing up, which would since I grew up in New Jersey to Massachusetts, like that totally tracks. This looks amazing. I don't remember what they look like anymore, so I'm gonna have to look this up. Uh, yeah, that looks so. Oh, it's Neko. I don't know what that. So means. I know that ne- the Neko factory is in Boston, actually. Huh. So this is starting to make sense. To oh, me. this is not what I thought. This, this looks was. awesome. I'm imagining a different thing. But if this is only looks... in Massachusetts, I'm taking a trip to Massachusetts. So you've got caramel, vanilla, peanut, and fudge in each one of these. Oh, it's it. Mm. This sounds really good, and this sounds like it might be a new development from the fact. This is advanced Reese's. Yes, except so I thought that that vanilla was marshmallow, and I was a little disappointed to learn that. It yeah, I wish I wish it had been marshmallow. Yeah, but I I don't. Maybe texturally it's weird because if you, these look attached, so imagine if you bit the whole line, 
and three As were soft any and other one pulled like marshmallow. The only thing that can you make this candy it. bad is if it had marshmallow or mint in it. Then it would be bad. Those are literally two things I like in chocolate, but not together. Yeah. Well, Chris has controversial mint opinions. I don't think it's controversial. I think it's correct. Not like, yeah, I know a lot of people that don't. I just don't agree with Seth anything. Rollins no, from like WWE doesn't like chocolate mint either. So that's my company. You and Seth Rollins from WWE are going to start a company that doesn't make chocolate mint? Maybe. Oh, you mean company like who you the company you keep? <laughs> yeah, that's the company I, was I like, keep. Um, I was like, y'all are gonna start a, di- a chocolate business I mean, that sells all the what? other kinds of fun chocolate. Let me just say the fact that I've never heard of this until now makes me think this is accurate that this would be a region locked. Candy. I feel like a region locked candy. Oh, what region a terrible locked phrase! Candy. Region, region locked, locked candy. candy. All right, I'm on. Yes, region locked candy, baby. Region locked candy. This, this, this is such a bizarre this, chocolate bar. This is a Massachusetts exclusive. It's not even coming to PC, guys. <laughs> PC being Pensacola. Uh, I thought it was Panama City. It could be it. No, that's PCB. It's actually Paradise City. Where the grass is green? And the girls are pretty. <laughs> and there's four kinds of chocolate in the chocolate bar. <laughs> oh, that's the worst thing. Wait, is this like a 7-Up? What is a 7-Up? Did you did you see this thing called a 7-Up? It's the same thing except there's seven. Wait, hold on. Oh, but this one's up. bad because it has mint. I don't care about guys, it. Ugh, it has coconut guys, too. we Ugh. can do better than seven. Can we get 12 flavors into a chocolate bar? I think we... <laughs> the we best part is that f- these are side by side. And I'm imagining like the Doug Dimodome hat. It looks like the Neo- it goes it look- all the way up. <laughs> We're going to make the 42069 bar. That's where I'm at. Bars. I'm going to... If anyone Actually, wants yeah. to send in your favorite uh, ideas for what flavors could go <laughs> inside chocolate... I'm into that. ...to keep making this the bar okay. longer. Hear me out. Hear me out. Something that's like what a sushi pizza is, but it's mm-hmm. chocolate with different things inside of it. So it's like a, a Bernie Bot's ever flavor, every flavor bean inside chocolate that's in like a pizza circular shape. So it's like a box of chocolates, but in a pizza shape. Yeah, see, I just like the idea that bags of chocolates could have the same variety as box of chocolates. I don't know why it's got to be pizza. And by pizza shape, I just mean a circle. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why I said pizza shape. What I meant, I was thinking like the same thing that this sky bar is, where it's like four pieces that break off. If it was a whole circle and you start breaking them off from the outside, it's like concentric rings of chocolate, right? And you like, it's like a game. It gets more risky as you get in to the middle. There, there is like a, a Trader Joe's like chocolate tasting game, but it's not. It's it's in the. Ooh, what if you did? You know, somehow there's like. A lot of these kind of spicy chocolates, like hot pepper chocolates now. I love a spicy chocolate. It gets chocolate. more dangerous by way of like... Oh, it's like shishito peppers if it was pepper chocolate. Or some shit, yeah. Ooh, I like that. Shishito peppers if it was chocolate, okay. I mean, it's... I've only seen the shishito pep... You're, I, I've seen shishito peppers without the hot pepper roulette. Yeah, well, that's no fun Just then. so you know. But, I mean, shishito peppers are pretty tasty. They are, that's but it. the roulette so, makes it fun. Y'all, I am looking at a 7-Up bar, and there is a Google result that appears multiple times that I cannot explain. It shows the bar, and I will link this somewhere. Put this, maybe put this one, maybe this is the random tweet that we, the image that we tweet this week. I'm gonna, oh, maybe so. I'm going to send this to the Discord. It lists the flavors, and it says left to right. It lists out all the flavors, 
and then it says, not pictured, cherry cream, chocolate pudding, walnut, fruit jelly, orange jelly, Brazil nut, and vanilla cream. Never made. <laughs> Honey mustard, rubber bands, <laughs> President Jimmy Carter. <laughs> and I'm President wondering if Jimmy... she was in the pipeline to be the new 7-Up flavor. God, Mr. President. Jimmy, Jimmy really got... I was got... clicking around, and one of these was on a link that was like Pinterest, the history of candy, does, and this cannot it... be the history of candy. Jimmy There's really no got shafted so many times in his life, and this was just another one on a long list. They, made, they made him give up his peanut farm, and then they put him in a candy bar. No, then they oh, didn't man. put him in a candy bar. They, they, they told him he was going to be in a candy bar. bar. He wasn't good enough for a second term, and he wasn't good enough for the 7-Up bar. God, all right. We're all... I'm going to say true. For the fact. All right, let's see it. Uh, let's scroll down. It says true. They didn't give an explanation, but I don't think we need one. Yeah, it's it's just region-locked candy. We're part of the Pocket Podcast Network, and other shows on the podcast include Green Mountain Mysteries, Sorted, No Dice, them, We're Them's the, we're facts. Them's the facts, Home Viewing. But I've been trying to get Sorted you, to do different things that I want them to do. What do you want them to sort? Do you want them to sort the different flavors in 7-Up Bar? No, I, I told them to sort the characters in Blue's Clues and in Arthur. Mm. Um, I want to tell them to sort their episodes, but I feel like that's <laughs> a little too meta. That's rough. <laughs> that would be a oh, hell man, of an undertaking. Um, I, I do also specifically want to mention that uh, uh, Cult Classics is the show that we were on for the show swap, and we did a whole... We invented a horse movie, and it what it turned out pretty wild. It did. That was really fun. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. Chris, tell them about our theme music. Yeah, our intro and outro is Never Far by James Hunter USA, which uh, is also found under the name New Weirdos now. You can find everything about both those bands and music and all that good stuff on any site you use to browse, peruse, stream, purchase, uh, yeah, if you go on a time machine, it is actually osmosis. in the Teleharmonium. But yeah. you have to go yeah, to the Teleharmonium. Say. It. Mm-hmm. it has an X file about it. That's not true. I just was thinking about X files. It could um, have an SCP about it, though. Cause you it could have post, an SCP. You can make your own SCPs. It just might. Um, Follow us on Twitter to see random pictures tweeted yeah. during the episode <laughs> yeah. recording that you then have to figure out the context for by listening to the episode. It's, a, it's, it's like a, a little a, teaser. For the... It's a, them's the cast. Yeah, and wherever you're uh, currently sending this podcast from device to ear, please give us like a, a like, a review, all that good stuff. Depends on what you're using. It helps us out. I mean, I think that's about it. So until next time, I'm John. I'm Gabe. I'm Chris. And uh, this is them's the facts. Don't believe everything you hear. Oh,